I'm sitting here with a man who needs no introduction, but darn it, I made an introduction because he's got an awesome, funky new single. So let me give Jellybean Johnson a little bit of his own music as an introduction. <laughs> Jellybean, how you feeling? I'm hanging. I'm hanging in there, son. <laughs> I am so glad to have you here, and I'm so glad that you are making your life in the Twin Cities. You have been a fixture here for well over 40 years. You've been a member of the time. You made a number one Billboard hit as a producer for Janet Jackson, and we still get to see you on stages all the time, gracing the stage as a guitar player, as a drummer, and now you're also launching a museum. How do you keep up? How do you keep your energy going, Jellybean? The struggle is real, Sean, but, you know, that's just that's what I do, man. You know, I, I, I'm... I just want to leave something good here while I'm, you know, I'm in the fourth quarter of my life. So I just want to leave something here. Minnesota's been really, really, you know, in really great in my life. I learned all my musical stuff here. I was born in Chicago, but I learned all my musical stuff here. So it's always been my home. Well, let me tell you, you are you are leaving something good here because any musician I talk to in town, and I mean any musician, goes, you see Jelly Bean out. He goes out. He checks out the young players. He encourages them. He cheers them on. And beyond informally supporting these young musicians, you are actually building a legacy because you are working on a museum called the Minneapolis Sound Museum. And it seems like the first thing you're going to focus on is actually where you learned how to play music, which is at The Way. Can you tell me a little bit about the museum and this first exhibit you're sort of conceptualizing? Yeah, we just uh, we just finishing up the feasibility study right now and stuff and then it's going to start asking for capital on it and stuff and uh and we're building a pop-up exhibit too that we're going to take that we're going to you know put at various places and stuff take it around and stuff and it's going to our first story thing is going to be about the way the way was essential of me coming up man you know me prince andre simone all of us you know terry uh, terry lewis jimmy Jan, all of us went there i remember going the way and when i was 12 13 years old spike moss uh, you know, was there. He was the right. leader. He was the runner. He ran it and stuff. But uh, he always encouraged us, and we was just blessed to be around so many talented musicians. Sonny Thompson, uh, Joe Lewis, you know, a bunch of Pierre Lewis, who's in the Commodores now and stuff. Well, this is just this this spot that what everybody talks about is that everybody walked out knowing how to play and not just knowing how to play for 30 minutes, knowing how to do long shows, knowing how to really deliver it. And then y'all made that an international phenomenon. Y'all could play. You, you are been on stages with the biggest stars in the world. And, and, and one thing I'm curious about is a couple misconceptions that happen when we're talking about uh, the black centric music scene of the 1970s in Minneapolis. People think that Prince's career started in at first Avenue. Incorrect. People think that the Minneapolis sound started in Prince's head. And no. that is also incorrect. No. So no. can you sort of correct a little bit of that and we, talk about how you want to present the Minneapolis sound? Well, I, that's the thing. You know, Prince has Paisley and stuff. And so this is for the rest of us, all the rest of the musicians. Prince grew up, you know, being around all of us, the Sonny Thompsons and me and, and all of us, Andre Simone's. We all, you know, we were all little shorties, man, 12, 13 years old, learning how to play, you know. <laughs> so, and that was our thing. We had rival bands even as teen- teenagers, you know. Uh, my childhood friend here, my longtime friend Popeye's here with me too, you know. He used to be around with us and stuff. And uh, Flight Time was a, was a band way before it came, this international phenomenon that right. it became, you know. We, uh, I just recently, somebody shared, uh, one of the old band members shared uh, some of our photos of us what I know, we had flight time had a bus, a little red bus that we carried. <laughs> Just tooling around the gigs, tooling oh, the gigs and stuff. You know, we couldn't play in the white clubs, but you know, there was enough black, you know, 
functions that we could play at and stuff. And and we put all our money. Another thing we did too is we put all our money into the band. We didn't really take salaries and none. We put all our money into buying. You know, if I needed a drum set, we bought a drum set. If I needed David needed a horn, David Island, another prominent you know musician from here. Terrier bass, all all that stuff. We put our money. Cynthia Johnson, you know from Funky Town fame, she was our lead singer. You know, it's at 16, 15, 16 years old, man. Yeah. Jellybean, thank you for telling these stories and working up to make it into not only an exhibit, but also a museum yeah. in the future. It, it's a, In the fourth quarter of your life, it's a very giving thing to do. Yeah, I got to do it, man, because yeah. it's just, you know, I, I, I owe my musical being to here in Minnesota. You know, people ask me all the time, Bean, how come you don't live in L.A.? You know, all my peers right. pretty much are gone. You they live in, And they used to ask this, so Bean, why, why are you still staying? Well, because, you know, I know it gets cold here and all that stuff, but... This is, you know, nobody has a music scene like us. Well, you, you, know? you are right. And nobody has a music scene like us, partially thanks to people like you. Yeah. I'm hanging with Jellybean Johnson. He's in the studio right now for the afternoon cruise. And Jellybean, I knew your name. I knew your celebrity long before I ever got to see you. But the first time I got to see you was people started murmuring while I'm hanging out at bunkers. Jellybean's coming through. Jellybean's bringing his guitar. He's going to be playing. <laughs> and, and I'm sort of going, the, the, the drummer's going to be playing guitar? Okay, and scratching my head. I didn't know about it. A lot of people step up on stage. I even see you at Blues Open Mics. I often catch you at the one on Tuesday at the yeah, Blues yeah, Saloon in St. Paul. Yep. People go there to learn how to play guitar. I'm pretty sure you know how to play guitar. You still go there, and you still tear it up. We're about to listen to Jimi Hendrix do Little Wing, but one of my favorite Tuesday rituals is hearing you do Little Wing. What has you still going out in the cold, bringing your guitar, and hanging out with other musicians at these shows? What, what has you making that a part of your routine? Well, it's, it's just part of my, my musical, you know, makeup, man. You know, I just I have an infinite love for guitar and drums, music, and just music in general. And... uh you know, with all the crazy stuff trying to go on in the world and stuff now, you know, that music is the one thing that feeds my soul and that I enjoy totally and gives back to me as much as I put in. And so that's, you know, that's why you'll see me at the Blue Saloon. You know, I'll come in there and play, stay for about an hour and I'll, I'll play some Hendrix or some Chicago blues or whatever. <laughs> And I'll, I'll endure some of the ones that can't play, and then I'll get my ass out. Well, will you stick around, pick out a couple of blues records, and we'll hang out. But I got to play this Jimi Hendrix tune, Checking With Traffic. I'm hanging with Jelly Bean Johnson. You down to hang around and just talk a little bit more about Yo, the music world? Absolutely. All right, let's get to some Jimi Hendrix. We are hanging with Jelly Bean Johnson. And if you get the chance, hear this man play this tune Tuesday nights at the uh, Blues Saloon at those open blues jams, the greatest jam on earth. It's a real joy. But let's hear Jimmy do it here on Jazz 88. Listener Driven Jazz 88. We always do 12 hours of the blues starting at 7 p.m. on Fridays, but of course we're starting it early with Jelly Bean Johnson because he's hanging out, bringing us that good energy and gracing us with his presence. And he often graces uh, a lot of stages in the Twin Cities playing that tune, Little Wing, done by Jimi Hendrix. He picked out a couple more blues tunes. We'll chat and listen to a little more blues with a bona fide legend from right here in Minneapolis. I'm here with the afternoon cruise here on Jazz 88, and I am joined by Jelly Bean Johnson, a fixture in the Twin Cities music scene who has certainly known the world over. And like he mentioned, he could be in L.A., he could be in Miami, he could be in London, he could be anywhere he wants to be, but he makes his way in Minneapolis, and we are so the better for it. Jellybean, thank you for not only being in Minneapolis, but being right here in North Minneapolis and hanging out with Jazz 88 today. Oh, yeah. I grew up on the north side, man. So, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? It, it means a lot that you've stayed here and that you've kept on bringing this fantastic music. I want to ask a little bit more about the Minneapolis Sound Museum. You mentioned that Paisley Park is kind of this area where you can really study Prince and celebrate Prince's life. And Prince is a part of the story of the Minneapolis Sound. But you want to make sure that that story also includes all the other individuals and all the other eras that built up the Minneapolis Sound. You said you're going through the sort of feasibility phase right now? I'm going through the feasibility stage and uh, and... We're going to start, you know, asking for capital here shortly after we, you know, if we search a place. We want to also have it over here on the north side. Um, I was kind of pushing back at first, but, you know, with all the, the, the strife and stuff that we have. But it, it's only right that it be over here on the north side because this is where it all started for all of us, including Prince. Yeah, so, this is where the Minneapolis this is where the sound Minneapolis, comes this from. Is where, where, this is where all our musical, you know, we learn all our musical stuff over here. All of us as teenagers, as shorties, as teenagers. <laughs> And stuff like that, man. Flight Time, Grand Central, you know, Lewis Connection, all those kind of men. The Family, you know, this that's the first family. Remember, I was also in a Prince band called The Family. But <laughs> there now, was a family before that. I, well, you know what? It's always good to have it. And there was a Flight Time, then it became it was a studio, fl- it right? Is, you, yeah. You yeah. got to have so, yeah, You notice that. Yeah. It's it's not a music scene if there's not confusing parts of the story. I'll, exactly. <laughs> I'll say And, that. you know, some people don't want you to correct them, but, you know, I have to tell them, hey, I was there. So, you know, you don't have to believe me, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. We are, we are getting a, a first-person narrative exactly. about, about this thing. Um, I am so glad that you're doing this museum. I also want to talk a little bit, Jelly Bean, while you're here. I want to talk a little bit more about the blues. You picked out yeah. two, two giants. We're going to hear Freddie King and Muddy Waters coming up. Um, but you made some music uh, with your son, Regal the Rare, who is no longer with us. Yeah. Um, you made a tune called So Thankful. I think you're playing guitar at the beginning of that tune, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, he was immensely talented, you know, and I missed I missed the hell out of him and stuff. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know... We just want him. He left. It's like like what I'm trying to do. He he left something here on Earth, and I just want the world to to hear it and stuff. And so, uh, me and his mother are putting it out. Uh, it's uh, and you know, the first thing was so thankful, and uh, you know that's that's what we're gonna do. We, we're trying to do that. He got his. Uh, it's coming out in four stages, uh, four different EPs. And the first one's coming out, and so thankful is the first single off there. Human to human, father to father. I'm I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. I want to play a little bit of So Thankful. I pulled a little clip of it. Do you mind if I just press play on that? Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right. Absolutely. That might be the first 808 we've had on Jazz 88. I know. 808s are not normally over here, Sean. <laughs> but you know what? It was. Thank a, you, my brother. Thank you. Listen, I, I want I'm sure to, the jazz snobs are like, man, what, what the hell is Sean doing? Well, the thing is, we want to celebrate the fact that it, you've you've followed generations that that's your son making music that doesn't sound like the music you exactly. make. But exactly. But it's it's beautiful that you can embrace, that you can support it, and that you and your partner can still shine a light on your son's work, even if he's not here Absolutely. to do it himself. That's that, my whole thing, man. You know. 
Jellybean, you're amazing behind the drum kit, but I got to say that every time I've seen you play guitar, it's like you got 25 fingers on it. You know, it's just, it's beautiful. And um, I can't tell people, you got to come out just, at, is there like a, is, if people want to see Jellybean, is there times or is it just like Jellybean's coming and the, and the I, word goes like, out? You know, I do participate in that. I try, you know, most of the time on Tuesday nights. Sometimes I'm here, sometimes I'm in town. And every Wednesday night, I'm in a band called JB and the Routine. I've been in the last 20 something years. We play at the Minnesota Music Cafe. From seven to ten every Wednesday night. Gotcha. So you can really see me. I, I kind of go crake all my stuff over there. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to really see me stretch out, that's the place to really come out. Well, let me tell you, there. you do really want to see him stretch out because it's an absolute <laughs> treat. Uh, we're gonna play a tune from Freddie King, and then I'll make sure we got a little muddy waters going oh, yeah. as you are yeah. uh, heading out the door. The blues, the blues yeah. is in my soul, bro. Well, Plus you know me. what? Uh, Chicago blues. I was born in Chicago. The Chicago blues is famous, and I definitely embrace that too. That's Yes, that's there. Another thing, quick thing too, oh, yeah, Sean. Yeah. I always say, because uh, it's like the world's greatest kept secret about me playing the guitar and popping those this and stuff. I always say the guitar for me is spiritual and emotional, and the drums are physical and violent. Okay. And the drums pay the bills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's hit Dallas. Let's hit Chicago. We're yeah. gonna play some blues. We're All gonna right. get spiritual and we're gonna get emotional. Jellybean Johnson, you coming to Jazz ED is like truly a joy to me. It took a while to work this out, get the schedule going. You are a busy man. Thank you for making the time to oh, do this. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Sean. All right. Here's Freddie King. Pack it up. Jazz yeah, yeah. eighty eight. Yeah.